You're listening to Shop Talk with Misty Cordes, a podcast that delivers actionable content, business hacks, and behind-the-scenes marketing secrets for ambitious entrepreneurs who want to create a business that makes an impact and gives them the freedom, flexibility, and control they dream about. Lifecycle marketing is a mix of strategies a company uses to communicate and move its target audience from being a prospect to becoming a customer, an ambassador, and then eventually a lifelong customer, right? We all want those people that can't help but to tell other people about us. Now, there's seven stages in the lifecycle marketing process. We've got awareness as the first stage. That's where you're advertising your business. You're looking for ways to get your business out in front of your perfect ideal customer. Two, is capturing the the contact information of that person so that you have a way to communicate that with them. Three is you want to nurture the relationship with that customer um, so that you can build trust and rapport. So eventually, number four, step stage number four is where you convert them into a customer, right? Where they actually make an investment with you. And in that stage, you want to have sales processes in place and follow-ups and all those good things that happen in the sales cycle. And then, and that's actually what we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> so, and then number, um, step number five is where you delight and wow, right? You just got a brand new customer. You want to be intentional about giving them a positive experience so that they turn into what we call an ambassador. Ambassador is someone who can't help but to tell everybody about you, right? And, um, and help spread the word and help grow your business. That's how you get referrals and all those good things. And then the last stage in lifecycle marketing is where you're looking for to, to um, maintain lifelong customers. You're looking for an opportunity. How can I continue to work with this individual and support them in their journey with me? So that's lifecycle marketing. And when we work with clients, we turn to the lifecycle marketing model to determine where the challenges and opportunities lie in their specific business so that we know where to help. I love sharing this because I want you to be crystal clear, like, how easy marketing can actually be. Because I think a lot of times, um, you know, you hear strategies and a lot of entrepreneurs have a tendency to chase strategies, not really understanding where it fits into their business and how it will help reach their goals. So that leads me to this. The strategy I'm going to share with you today is um, one that obviously falls into the lifecycle marketing model, but it actually tackles a couple of the um, stages of it. So I'm sharing this because a a lot of our um, EE group members um, are actually implementing what I'm about to share. So I want to make sure everybody kind of gets caught up to speed. So, you know, many of our um, extraordinary entrepreneur group members actually have come to us because they signed up for the content creation lab. So this is a program that actually teaches you uh, to do these things. So I'm going to walk you kind of through the process. So if you haven't had a chance to take a look at the content creation lab yet, and and Cullen, if you could drop that in chat, maybe where they could get it, um, that would be great. So This is a high level of what the content creation lab teaches. So number one, we recommend that you set up a Facebook group where you can invite your perfect ideal customer to join you um, so that you have an opportunity to nurture the relationship with them by delivering them weekly live training. We call this core content. This is exactly what I am doing with you right now. (laughs) So the core content can um, be done live within your group. 
Or you could also pre-record it. You don't have to do it live. Um, we found that doing the live calls, it, it helps because it, I, I don't know about you, but I've done many, many pre-recorded videos and it doesn't have the same energy as a live call does. Because when you have people there listening live, active, act, asking questions, there's a completely different dynamic than when you're pre-recording it. That's just my opinion. So we've chosen to do the live version of it where we show up every week like we are today. Right. So step number one, again, set up a Facebook group, deliver weekly live content to that group to nurture the relationship with those folks. Second step in the process is once you have the video recording from the live training, you can actually take that video and slice and dice that video up into what we call micro content. Micro content is the content that you share on your social media profiles so that you can gain more awareness for your brand. Okay. I just had this conversation yesterday with a client. You know, one of the toughest things that we have as marketers, you know, when we work with clients is trying to get them to do content, trying to get them to do videos for social media and all that stuff. What I'm sharing with you right now actually solves that problem because what we can do is we can take that one video, slice and dice that 30 minute video up into multiple pieces of micro content that can be shared on social media. So you could literally get, you know, a week, two weeks, maybe even a month's worth of content from one single video. That's how powerful this strategy is. So you got your video, you got your group, you're delivering, you're nurturing. Now you've got some social media content. Another thing, I guess it's a little bonus, is that you can take that live training recording and some of them may even make sense to turn into lead magnets. Those are things that you can give away for free so that you can grow your email marketing list. We call this gated content. And what that basically means is that your audience can't gain access to that information unless they give you their their contact information. So this is the content strategy that we teach clients. It is also the the content strategy that we do in our business, right? So let me give you kind of like a, a snapshot of our exact funnel so you can see what that looks like. So Um, A lot of you may even recognize this because you actually joined our group and you're here with us today because of this exact strategy or funnel. So on the left-hand side of the funnel is our Facebook ad and our social media posts. We're actually doing both. Um, This is where we offer our ideal customers the opportunity to learn how they can turn their social media into an ATM by by, um, learning and following our content creation system right? So you can see that right there in the ad. It's very clear what what we're offering. Now, when they click on the ad or on the social post, because they could, it could be on a social post as well, what they're, they're sent to our sales page. So that's the next thing that you see. So um, the sales page is where they learn more about the course that we're offering. Now, once they sign up for the course, we send them to a thank you page. And on that thank you page, we do two things. One is that we invite them to join our free private Facebook group. And two, we invite them to schedule a big picture social media strategy call with one of our team members. So those are the two objectives that we have on the thank you page. Join our Facebook group and our big picture and then sign up for our big picture strategy call. And I'm going to, there's a reason why I'm sharing this with you, the specifics, right? Um, because I'm going to show you what, how our funnel looks and then how we're tracking the numbers through this funnel. So this is the visual of what the funnel looks like. 
So you got Facebook ads, social posts, send them to a sales page where we present the offer. Once they sign up for the offer, we invite them to our group, ask them to schedule a a discovery or we call it a big picture social media strategy call. And then, of course, we hope that they end up in our group because even if they don't schedule a call with us right away, we want to be able to get to know them more, um, nurture the relationship with them, deliver more value. Maybe this is the first time they're hearing from us. Uh, So the group is a great way. Not only can we talk to them through our email marketing list, but we also can, can communicate with them inside of our group, which, again, is what we're doing right now with you today. So. So this is a visual of what our sales funnel looks like, right? And we track the numbers of people who um, are, you know, become group members and join our private Facebook group. We also track our leads. Um, We also track the opportunities. And just so you know, the opportunities are the number of people. Are you guys hearing that noise? Colin, are you hearing that noise? Did I lose you? Sorry, I couldn't get you back. No, I yes, I did hear the noise. Okay, I don't, it must be happening on my end, and I don't know what's causing it, so I apologize, guys. Anyways, right, yeah, okay, hold on. Shoot. That's really interesting. <laughs> okay, I don't know what's causing it, but I'm, gonna, I'm just going to keep rolling with it, all right? <laughs> okay. So we want to, I'm going to start at the top of the funnel. So we track our members, we track our leads. Now in, in the leads are the people who actually, so we may get people who join our, our private Facebook group, but they actually don't um, join our email marketing list. That can happen because Facebook helps you promote your group. Um, so you may get people in your group that don't become um you know, who don't join your email marketing list right away. And that's why it's so valuable to have the group as another means of communication. And then you can also offer free resources so that they can join your email marketing list. All right, next step is opportunities. Those are the number of people who scheduled a big picture strategy call. You might call that a discovery call, right? So on our strategy call, our goal is to do two things. One is to deliver value and insight into what they should be doing to get results with their social media marketing efforts. Um, And then also, we, of course, want to qualify them so that we can determine if they would be a good fit for our services. In this case, our content creation machine, where we actually take that video and slice and dice it up into multiple pieces of micro content for them. So it's on this call that we determine immediately if they're qualified. If they're not we don't present an offer to them because there is no sense in presenting an offer to someone who isn't what we call. So in terms of qualification, we look for, are they ready? Are they willing? And are they able to move forward? So ready means they recognize they have a problem. Willing is, okay, I know I have a problem and I'm willing to to make the change to do the things I need to do so that I can get a better result in my business. And then able means that they have the funds to do it. Ready, willing, and able. So that's what we're looking for on our our calls. So when you're doing your discovery call, think about your perfect ideal customer. Those are the things that you're looking for there. 
And if we determine that they're not ready, willing, and able, then we're not going to present the offer because there's no sense. Why present an offer to someone who can't move forward or isn't willing to move forward, right? We don't want to waste anyone's time. So then the next thing that we do is if we do determine that they are indeed qualified, then they are going to move into one of these three buckets. Either they're going to go into presented offer or negotiation. They're going to go into the one, which means that obviously they purchased our product or service. And or they are going to go into lost, meaning that they said, nope, I'm not interested and, and decided not to move forward. So um, let's. All right. So the next thing I lost track of my notes here. OK, so let's look at what this looks like in in what we call your entrepreneurial scoreboard. OK, so I felt like I needed to kind of like lay the foundation to our sales funnel so that you could kind of understand what's happening here on the entrepreneurial scoreboard. So this scoreboard will actually allow you to set your yearly revenue goal. OK, so that's the first thing that you do. And then track if you're on to see if you're on track to hit that goal. Now. To pull this information, most entrepreneurs have to run several reports, and then they have to do the math to see where they're at, to see if they're on track, and if they need to course correct so that they can actually hit their goals for the year. Now, this is an example scoreboard, right? But it actually reflects what we see in our business. So I'm going to kind of give you some I'm going to give you a deeper dive into these numbers. I don't want to just like blast a bunch of numbers to you. I want you to actually understand what's going on here. So this scoreboard actually pulls all the data into one simple dashboard so that you can have a clear view on the growth of your business, the pulse of your business, if you will, right? And what you need to do so that you can reach it, your goals. So let's take a look at what's going on. We have um, our group member goal. So our group member goal is that we want to we want to have 200 members joining our group each week. So again, this is a hypothetical, right? So 200 a week. That means that would be 10,400 for the year. We also want half of our group members to join our email marketing list, meaning that we offered them a free resource, they signed up for it, and now we have them on our email list as well. And a little side note, by the way, Whenever we ask, um, whenever we offer something for free in exchange for someone's contact information, we don't ask just for email. We also ask for a phone number because when we collect the phone number, now we have an opportunity where we can actually call them and follow up. We can text them to um, follow up and, and communicate with them. And of course, we also have their email to deliver the the. the the lead magnet that they requested. So I just want to point that out because in our opinion, um, you know, in our the way our business is set up, if we don't have a phone number for someone, um, it's really, you know, it, it decreases obviously our chance of being able to follow up and, and, and help them move along um, our funnel. So we want at least half of our group members to join the email marketing list. So that ends up being about a hundred a week. Now think about it this way. If 5% schedule a big picture strategy call with us, right? They actually move into the opportunity stage. So that would be, so it's, it's 5% of the, the 25,200 leads that we captured. So it's 5% of the leads 
Because leads are people who have kind of raised their hand and said, yes, I'm interested in what you have to offer. And they're actively looking for solutions, which is why they requested our resource. So group members might just come in and come in and be looky-loos and just be looking around. And that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But leads are the individuals that have kind of raised their hand and said, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Now, 5% of 5,200 is 260 um, discovery calls. Now, this is over the course of a year. If you break that down, that means it's five calls a week. I mean, think about how different your business might look if you had five discovery calls a week, five opportunities to convert someone into a customer. Now, here's what we know. Realistically, 50% of the people who schedule a call with us are not going to be qualified meaning that they're not ready, willing, or able to move forward. So that means that actually 130 of those calls are potential candidates to purchase our offer. So out of the 130 calls, we strive for a 60% closing ratio. So that means that out of every 10 calls that we have, six people will be good candidates and we'll actually move forward with the offer that we presented them. Now, here's what's cool. If our average customer value is $6,410, just a random number we threw in there, we would generate $500,000 in gross revenue by selling 78 customers a year. Now, remember I said growth is a mathematical equation? But you have to know and be tracking your numbers. I don't know about you. I'm going to go back to that slide here. But how exciting is it to, if you were to have access to something like this, where you could actually calculate exactly how many customers you need to bring on this year in order to reach your revenue goal. And then every month, you're tracking and measuring if you're on track to do that. Because if you don't track and measure, months will go by. I mean, here we are in January. Uh, trust me, we're going to, in a blink of an eye, it's going to be July and half the year is over. And you're going to be wondering, what the heck happened? Am I on track? If, if, if it's even a thought, because what I have found for many entrepreneurs, like I said, they're just winging it. They're just hoping at the end of the year that they're going to be profitable and have made, you know, made money and, um, and can pay their bills. So this is a huge um, asset in your business is to be able to see. Now you can take a snapshot of this and obviously go create your own version of it. Uh, I just want to kind of plant the seed. We are working on some very exciting things behind the scenes um, of our business. We have taken the last 10 years of work, dedication, learning experiences, and working with thousands of small business owners and entrepreneurs. And we are putting together, I don't even know, I don't even know how to describe it. Colin, what, like, it's a, it's like the ultimate membership, <laughs> because not only are we going to be teaching our members the strategies and things that we know that work, that we've seen work time and time again, but we're actually giving you the tools the resources, the campaigns, the landing pages, the sales pages, the, the funnels, the every, I mean, 
we're giving you as much as we can inside this membership so that we can set you up for success. Cause you got one of two choices. You can, you know, take the road and kind of the, the road of learning the, I call it the road of hard knocks, right. Or you can step into a system that we've already built. And so this is one of the tools that we're actually included inside of our membership. Now we're not ready to fully release that, but I just want to start planting those seeds so that you guys know what's to come in the upcoming weeks. Um, so that said, you know, I've got a few minutes left. Uh, do you have any questions about the entrepreneurial scoreboard? I'll kind of leave this up and, and see um, if there's any questions I can answer. Helen, was there anything that was coming in? I don't know if that's what it was. I might have left a window open on my computer. It, it might have been. Um, and then I guess I, I didn't have a question, but I was in. You asked about the about how I would describe the membership, too. I think you nailed it. But I, I think the other the other thing is too is is um the fact that we're also would have linked down like the overwhelm like yes. focus on this like you're not here yet you're you're here and um yeah as somebody who's watched like their share of courses and videos sometimes the overwhelm is like too much. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, when I first started my business, you know, I, I worked in marketing um, and I was learning and growing too, and things were changing in the marketplace, you know? Uh, it, so I was, I'm a student too. And so I would sign up for a course and I was thinking to myself, I remember thinking like back in the day, I'm going to sign up for this course and my business is going to completely change. Like everything's going to change. This was the missing piece. Like, you know what I mean? And, and it's funny and it's not to bash marketers, but a lot of them, and I probably even said things that kind of may sound like this, you know, they're like, this is the one thing that you have to do in your business that will change everything. And what I have learned now over 10 years of doing this is that's, that's not usually true. What they don't mention to you is that they have spent you know, 10, 5, 10, 15 years uh, of, of strategies and things that they've tried and tested. And then through that process, they finally found the one thing that kind of was like the, the straw that broke the camel's back, if you will, or that put them over that hump, right? Because what I have found is it's the sum of a lot of things is what it really takes to grow a business. I, I don't sincerely know of any business or any marketer or any business, you know, entrepreneur that has one strategy that, that was, that was it. It's a combination of multiple strategies usually. So that's what we put in the membership. Awesome. Any questions about the numbers or what you should be tracking or what your funnel should look like? I know when it comes to numbers, you know, not everybody's a numbers person. So when they look at numbers, their eyes kind of glaze over and they're, they're not really sure, you know. And so, so one question is, is, um, the message me is, is, so are these basically what you're saying is, is that these are the different stages that somebody would be going through, like in the buying cycle? Yeah, exactly. So the way that our sales funnel is set up, and we often, we set up this uh, one very similar to pretty much all of our clients. They all pretty much look the same, right? The only difference is, is we're actually tracking our, our group members at the top of the funnel. So because to us, that's the high level, that's the widest part, that's the biggest, you know, part of the funnel. And then it kind of filters down from there. So we have group members uh, to leads, to opportunities. I, I already walked through it. I'm walking through it again, <laughs> kind of saying the same thing. But yeah, this is the exact sales funnel that we recommend. Um, and if you think about your business, isn't that exactly how you, you know, 
move people through your funnel as well. Um, you know, some, some individuals might do like two sales calls. Maybe you do one where you do a discovery, you capture what you need, and then you come back with a proposal. Uh, so there might be an, another little stage in there of a, a proposal call, uh, you know, as far as a variation, but that's, I mean, this is pretty much a standard one. We used to do proposals. So that's why I added that. Like we used to do that. <laughs> now we've kind of streamlined the way that we sell our services. So we don't have to do custom proposals anymore. Any other questions? I'm looking in the chat. Give me one second. Okay. Nope. Nothing's coming in? Nope. All right. Well, um, guys, I guess we'll, we'll end here today. I just want, like I said, I wanted to give you a snapshot and here's my plea to you is just, you know, don't, don't keep winging it in your business. I, I think that a lot of times when it comes to tracking our numbers, I'm just going to speak from my own perspective for years when I, when I first started, uh, you know, my businesses, and this was even before I was a marketer, for small businesses. I've always been a business owner. I've always owned my own business. I mean, all the way back, I mean, literally high school, I started businesses there. And, you know, I think a lot of times when it comes to the numbers of our business, we don't want to track them because we really don't want to know the truth. And again, this is from my perspective and what I've learned about myself. I think for years I went I, I went without tracking and setting goals. I kind of had like an idea of what I wanted to do in my business, but I wasn't really intentional about reaching those goals. I, it was more of a hope or wish. And um, I've learned that ignoring your numbers in your business does not, Im- does not improve your chances of hitting them, <laughs> right? Like if, if you're intentional, if you set the number and you're tracking it, even if you're off target, you know, at least you know that you are and you can make adjustments as necessary. But if you completely ignore it and you don't pay attention to them, um, there's a good probability you just won't reach them. So I guess I I used to say all the time, you know, you can't hit a target you haven't set. (laughs) And it's, it's kind of like the equivalent of asking a friend, Hey, you know, let's take a vacation this year. And they're like, yeah, we're down. Where do, where, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? And we're like, oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> and and then they go, well, like, when do you want to do this? I haven't really decided yet. Do you have a place you have, you know, you want to go in mind? Not, not really. I mean, who's going to follow? I mean, even my best of best friends. Now, they might say in the initial part, yeah, I'm down to going on vacation with you, Misty. But um eventually I got to pick a target location and I got to pick a date because if not, they're not going to be on board. Right. So the same thing is true in your business. It's, you know, um, the clearer that you are, the more likely you are to get people to follow you. I hope that's a good analogy. It just kind of came to me. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us again today and mark your calendars for next week. They say same day, same time. And, um, we'll, we'll have another conversation and topic to share with you. See you there.